Welcome everybody. We're so glad to be here tonight. You see, I got my buddy here again. This is Fran. Fran is a dear, dear friend of mine and Kant's and Fran and her husband, Tom. Um, in case you didn't tune in with us last week, I'll just tell you how we kind of came to be such good friends. Um, Tom was diagnosed with cancer about 12 years ago and he came to Pastor Tim's healing meeting. And that was the first time I met you guys. Mm -hmm. And um, he's completely supernaturally healed. He was healed um, within a few months. And Tom and Fran started um, coming and helping at our healing meetings. And they have been co-leading with us for years now. Yeah. Um, they have a beautiful church. They've um, been called into the office of pastor. And they've been pastoring a new church plan. It's called Living Grace Church. It's in Shelby Township. That's where we meet our, our Monday healing right. meetings. We're yeah. so looking forward to starting yes. again yes. soon. Yes. Stay posted. We'll let you know when that will be. But anyway, Fran is not just a friend. She's also a mentor. She is my um, the person I go to. Most of the time, this is the person I call when I need prayer. She was praying for me this week, and I'm yeah. going to tell you a little bit more about that later. Um, she's my prayer partner. She's a mentor. She's the one that I go to to just uh, ask questions and, and make sure that I'm um, on track with anything that I might have a question about in my teaching or anything. Um, she's definitely the, the person that I go to to have that iron sharpening iron. So I love you, Fran. Love you too. And I'm so Thank glad you. What a blessing. Yeah, yes. I've enjoyed this. Me too. And we had so much fun last week. <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, I hope you can join us again. So Thank you. we're going to kind of, um, well, first let me give the announcements because I don't want to forget these and then we'll move into our, our discussion for the night. Um, first of all, if you would like to join us in receiving communion later on, make sure you have your elements ready. We'll be celebrating and remembering Jesus. Yeah later on in this, in this time that we have together. So get your communion elements ready. Um, I want to let you know tomorrow night, Pastor Richard's going to be leading. And I uh, got a little hint from Nick that it's going to be really fun. It's always fun. It's going to be extra fun. Yeah. So make sure you, you join us tomorrow night. And then the other thing I wanted to let you know is that if you're a graduate or if your child is a graduate at high school, college, or um, post-college, um, any kind of degree that your child is in the process of, of finishing up right now, we would like to celebrate them. So send a picture and then general information, what they're graduating from, what if they're if it's college or, or master's or doctorate, what that degree is in, if they know where they're going to be going to college, that kind of information, because we want to put together a celebration for your graduates. So, okay. So let's get started with our topic tonight. I'm really excited to continue where we left off last night. So the topic, the title of this topic is loving and living God's word through the COVID-19 pandemic. And what has happened over the last two months or however long this has been going on is that as our country and our, our, our even our homes, as we've been living through this pandemic and we've been making very big changes in our lives. And, the, and we've been taking different actions than we've ever seen in our lives. With each one of those events or each one of those actions or each one of those um, uh, things that the, that the governor or the president is asking us to do, each time that happens, 
I've been like thinking about God's word and how God's word directs us in a very similar way if we choose to love and live his word. And God is a good plan for us, even in the middle of this pandemic. So last week we talked about two of those actions. I'm just going to do a really quick snapshot review. The first one we talked about was the quarantine. And of course, our president declared the national state of emergency. And then our governor shortly after that followed up with the shelter in place declaration or recommendation. And then we went into quarantine. But the purpose of that quarantine, and everybody has said this, the president, the the task force, the governor, um, all of our leaders have said the purpose of this quarantine is to save lives. Mm -hmm. They wanted to flatten the curve, which we've done, so that our hospitals could be fully staffed and and have all the equipment they needed to help those in need, which they've done. Many hundreds of thousands of lives have been saved, but the whole purpose was saving lives. So we looked at that truth and we looked at that that's God's will, of course. Jesus came to give us this life. That's right. Rich and satisfying life. And then a couple of the scriptures that we looked at are scriptures where, and I'm going to give you one, it's in John 17, where Jesus is praying and he prays to his father and he asks father to sanctify us with his truth. Mm-hmm. And then it's very specific. Jesus says, your word is truth. The word sanctify means to set apart. So Jesus was saying, father, set them apart, mm-hmm. set them apart from the world. Right with your truth mm-hmm. and your word is truth. Mm-hmm. And then the other scripture that I mentioned last week was James 4, 8 that says, come close to God and God will come close to you. Yeah. But then it goes on and it says, there was a warning and the scripture says, for your loyalty is divided between God and man. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that last week about how we have the opportunity now that we are separated from the world, Mm -hmm. to get our loyalty straight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to truly be set apart Mm -hmm. and be sanctified by the word. Right, because we hopefully will have less distractions, less, you know, demands. And even though we're busy, because I know Fran and her whole family are still working and Ken and I are, are, are being very, very active. But even in the midst of that, because of the gravity of the pandemic Mm -hmm. or the concern it has definitely highlighted um, our need. We always have a need for God Amen. and we are set apart, but it's just higher focus. Yeah. So that yeah. was the first thing was the quarantine. The second thing we talked about is that the body of Christ has been called into action. Yes. And we had fun just sharing at, at all levels. First of all, the federal level, our, our president um, is surrounding himself with people who have a lot of knowledge because mm-hmm. there's things he doesn't know about. Right. So he right. called together the scientific, the the people who look at data, the of course the medical people, mm-hmm. the people who can produce things like the tests and the um, ventilators and creating hospitals quick. And the point is that the president could not do that alone. Right. Even right. though he is our you know head of our country, he can't do that. Right. He needs people surrounding him Mm -hmm. and then we talked about we do too Mm -hmm. and that that's what we are we're the body of Christ so we talked about the importance of of being the church outside of the walls of the church right right reaching out yeah um, 
you know, whether it's uh, uh, grocery shopping for somebody yeah. or uh, a phone call or yes. you know, yeah, just yes. reaching out. Yes, and being a good neighbor. Yeah. I'm just going to read a snippet of this scripture. Um, let's see, this is the one about the royal law, the law, the number one law of scripture. And it says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, if you have an unselfish concern for others and do things for their benefit, you are doing well. Amen. That fulfills law. That's right. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we've been seeing. Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. looking, not concerned with themselves, but more concerned with their neighbor. Mm -hmm. So we talked about that. And that leads us to our third point. And this is where we're going to start and we're going to dive in tonight. Yeah. So the third thing, the third highlight, now there are so many actions that our president has taken. I just have to show you this in case you didn't see it last week. The, the title of this, I printed it off last week. It says, it was printed on April 27th, almost two weeks ago now. This is the timeline of Trump administration's decisive actions to combat the coronavirus. It is 70 pages long. Actions that our president wow. has taken. And that's what we're talking about tonight. The yeah. actions that we're taking in agreement with the word of God. Amen. So here's the third one we're going to talk about tonight. And we've witnessed it in our president. And that is the power of our words. Yes. The power of speaking words of life. Yes. Instead yes. of words of death. And encouragement. You know, we all need those words. Um, and it, and it, just it changes the whole atmosphere, yes. our whole attitude. Yes. When you hear the negative, those words have effect too yes. on us. And that's where fear and depression and, you know, but our president has been, you know, sharing encouraging things and wanting to build us up yes. is basically what I know that it's been um, controversial. Mm -hmm. Our president mm -hmm. speaking mm -hmm. and being very positive has been very controversial. But I want to say, I want to share two areas where he's been um, speaking words of life in a very powerful way. The first one is that he has continuously been acknowledging and thanking yeah. people who are, um, ex in, are the experts, mm -hmm. people who are um, taking action because he, again, he is not the expert, right. but he is acknowledging and he is thanking them. Right. Scripture says, now I know that's President Trump and that's something to do with the pandemic, but the word tells us to acknowledge God that's right. in every way. Mm -hmm. And then he will direct our paths, make right. them smooth and straight. Yep. Yep. And that's what our president's doing. He is acknowledging and he is being thankful. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Yep. The second thing that I've seen President Trump doing is he's constantly sharing good news. Yeah, in the briefings. Yeah, so, in those yeah. briefings. Good news. And yes, there's a lot of bad news. Mm -hmm. I don't want to downplay the bad news, but he has been keeping his focus on what is good. Right. And that's what God wants. That, it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. In the middle of any crisis mm -hmm. in your personal life, in my personal life, and I'm going to share a crisis that happened in my life this week. In the midst of those crises, if we can focus on what is good, yes. if we can focus on what the events in our own life is good, but also what the word says, because that's good. The goodness of our God, the faithfulness of our God, if we can put our focus on what is good, the atmosphere does change. Oh, it does. And it makes a whole world of difference for sure. I mean, because again, you know, there are a lot of negative things that we hear, 
um, on the news and some of mm-hmm. it is sensationalized, whatever. But when you get a constant diet of that and you don't have something to counter that, um, and that, that not works just even now, but just in everyday life. Yes. I mean, th- again, that's where fear and depression yes. and just oppression um, happens. That's and right. it's very easy to stay there if we don't get connected with the right. word, get connected with truth. And let the word, like, like I said, the title, mm-hmm. love the word yes. and live the word mm-hmm. every day, but especially in the middle of a crisis. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read two scriptures. There are so many about the power of our words, but here's a couple really awesome ones. The first one is Proverbs 16, 24. Nothing is more appealing than speaking beautiful, life-giving words, for they release sweetness to our souls and inner healing to our spirits. Isn't that beautiful? That's the Passion Translation. Let me read it again. Nothing is more appealing than speaking beautiful, life-giving words, for they release sweetness to our souls and inner healing to our spirits. That's good. Michelle, I just feel like I wanna just speak that over you right now. Mm. Michelle, if you're listening either today or later on this week, I release sweetness of life-giving words to your soul and inner healing to your spirit. I thank you, God, that you're just in the process of healing Amen. our Amen. lovely Michelle. Thank you, Jesus. Not just on the inner body, but in her soul, mm-hmm. in her spirit, and in your body, Michelle. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. The next scripture I want to share is Proverbs 18, 21. Words kill and words give life. Mm. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Yeah. That's the message translation of Proverbs 18, 21. Yeah, that it's so true. Again, the words that we hear, nobody's denying, you know, that there isn't a fact or, um, you know, but when we hear those negative things, it's when we go to the word. It's when we find out what God says, what the solution is, what the answer is to the situation. Um, You know, you kind of hit on it a few minutes ago about what are we, you know, what does the word say about, you know, look at things that are lovely, that are pure, that are Excellent. good report. That are good report. Yeah. That are praiseworthy. Exactly. Um, this is why he tells us that because he knows if we just look at a situation or we're hearing all negative things that we're going to be in, you know, unrest mm-hmm. and, and sadness and sorrow and, and depression and all of these things. So he gives us the solution. So when we hear this, take it as, okay, now I know how to pray. Now I know what to speak to, but I'm going to go to the word and find out what my words can be used effectively for in this situation. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So I want to share a little bit about what I um, was alluding to earlier. Um, We had a we had an event in my family this week, and I'm not going to say a scare because I really refused fear. Amen. But um, on Friday, my sister got a call, and it was from my dad, and my dad said, I need help. My dad's 92 years old. My mom's 90, and my dad is super active, super strong. He does literally everything that probably every one of you do and more. Um, he's just an amazing, strong, healthy man. And when he called my sister and said, I can't get out of bed, I'm in extreme pain, I need help. Not only did my dad need help, but my mom needs constant help. My dad is her caregiver. 
So my mom couldn't get out of bed. My mom couldn't get food. My mom couldn't meet, get what she needed either. So my sister and I, I was up north, close to where my mom and dad live. So we both went to their house quickly. And when we got there, um, made a decision that my sister would take dad to emergency and I would stay with my mom. So this is what happened. My 92 year old dad who is diagnosed with COPD had pneumonia. Now in this, this pandemic, when you get a diagnosis of, of, of pneumonia at 92 years old and with COPD, you know, I don't need to say what the, the um, concern, what the grave concern was. They did a COVID-19 test, um, but it said that it would take until Sunday. He, he went to the hospital on Friday. They said it would take until Sunday. They put him in the hospital in isolation um, with antibiotics and fluids. And they said, if it's viral, the antibiotics won't work. Right. If it's bacterial, we hope they will work. So my sister, a strong believer, my, my Anne, you're amazing. If you're watching this, you're amazing. My husband, a strong believer, my son, Chad, and his wife, Kay, and my mother-in-law, Kent's mama, we all are strong believers in healing, and we came together in agreement. And this was what I said. I said this to my whole family, because there's a lot more of us than those that I mentioned. To my whole family, I said, the only thing that we will speak is no COVID Amen. and speedy, quick healing, complete Amen. healing and recovery. That's it. We're not going to talk about the what ifs. We're not going to talk about anything else about COVID. Nothing, no symptoms, no nothing. All we will speak is no COVID. Amen. I contacted our whole ministry team. We have two, two healing meetings. We have a lot of people on our team. Yeah. I texted the whole group. Those are the only people that I texted, mm -hmm. that and my prayer partner. And I asked them to agree with me. And they started agreeing Amen. and they started speaking life. Mm -hmm. They spoke words of life over my dad. To make a very long story short, my dad did not have COVID-19. Thank you, Jesus. The, the, the medicine worked supernaturally fast. He went into the hospital on Friday and he came home yesterday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory All is God. well in Jesus' name. Amen. No weapon formed against me or my family will prosper. Amen. We have been declaring Psalm 91, not just over our immediate family, but over our extended families during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And we refused to speak any words except words of life. Amen. Amen. Because I mean, we all know what the natural says, yes. but we have to remember we're supernatural, yes. Yes. that we have the greater one on the inside yes. of us. And he has, has equipped us with his word. Yes. And when we go into using faith and speaking and declaring yes. life and taking authority and not allowing yourself to get caught up in right. the world's way of doing right. things, we're in it, but we're not of the world. That's right? right. So we react and we do things differently and we start speaking yes. differently. Absolutely. And I remember the first night I was, I was the one that stayed with my mom and was her caregiver for the whole weekend. And um, I remember the first night when I went to bed and I was in prayer and speaking over my dad and I was just at peace, just sweet peace. And I just laid down and I was exhausted. And that's when the devil tried mm. to get in there. And this is what I did. I said, I will not 
entertain those thoughts. Amen. I refuse. Mm -hmm. And I went and got my phone and I put on worship music mm -hmm. and I put it on my pillow right next to me because I didn't have my earphones. And that's what my focus was, mm -hmm. was on worshiping Jesus and not on fear, mm -hmm. not on the what ifs. We're going to read a, a, a account right now of something that happened with our president mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. When he was speaking words of life, but they were twisted and he was being um, disputed. The words that he spoke, and I, I realize, believe me, our president's speech isn't the best. He's right. not a really good communicator, but he's a great leader. However, when he was communicating, he talked about healing the lungs with something that he called a disinfectant. Now I'm gonna read the exact account and how it happened. So listen to this. This happened on April the 23rd. President Trump was holding a press briefing. Um, it was live television. And there was a man that he was talking with that was giving his opinion. His name is Bill Bryan. And this man leads the Department of Homeland Security Science and Technology Division. So this is one of the experts that Trump was right. listening to, right? This man, Bill Bryan, presented research in which his team concluded that the coronavirus dies quickest in the sunlight and in humid temperatures. So that was the science that was given. Then our president began to speculate. Mm -hmm. He began to just talk mm -hmm. to process this information. And this is what he said. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, whether it's ultraviolet or just a very powerful light. I think you said that hasn't been checked because of the testing. And then President Trump said, Supposing you brought that light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or some other way. And I think you said you're gonna try that too. And then he also added, I see the disinfectant that knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning? As you see, this virus gets in the lungs. It does a tremendous number on the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that out. So that's how it went. That's how he was processing it. Right. And then, of course, it was all misconstrued. Mm -hmm. When my dad was in that hospital, this is how I was praying. Mm. I was praying what President Trump was speaking and what the scientists said. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't praying for ultraviolet light. I was literally envisioning the light of Christ in yes. my dad's lungs. Yes. The ultraviolet light, the healing light. There's a scripture in Malachi that calls Jesus the son of mm -hmm. righteousness yes. with healing in his wings. Amen. And I was envisioning that healing light in my dad's lungs. Mm -hmm. Just it just saturating his lungs with that that light mm -hmm. that would heal his lungs. Mm -hmm. Amen. The other thing I was praying and envisioning was that the the IV drip that was going into his body was blessed by Jesus himself. Mm -hmm. That it was not the doctor's concoction of medicine, but it was God's. And it was the perfect medicine going into his body, supernaturally mm -hmm. taking care of his lungs. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, Friday night, he could barely talk to me. And by Saturday, he couldn't shut up. Praise I talked God. to my dad like Praise six God. or eight times on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. It was Amen. like overnight. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Prayer, speaking, declaring, yes. um, you know, speaking the word, using our imagination, yes. seeing the power of God. Yes. And refusing to focus on the other. Right. 
right. the words of death or the, even the negative thinking. Because then you start speaking yes. negatively. You yes. know, you, your words start coming out and then that doesn't change the situation. Right. Or the negative imagination. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. So now I have one more scripture to share about this topic. And this is, these are words from Jesus. Listen to this. This is from Matthew 23 verses 25 through 26, Jesus is speaking and he says, woe to you, self-righteous scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the plate, but inside you are full of extortion and robbery and self-indulgence, unrestrained greed. You spiritually blind Pharisees, first clean the inside of the cup of, and of the plate, Examine and change your inner self to conform to God's precepts yeah. so that the outer, your public life and deeds may be also clean. So Jesus is talking about cleaning on the inside. Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah. it's spiritually, but he's talking about being disinfected mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from the world's views, disinfected from right. the lies of the enemy, right. disinfected from fear. Yeah. And he says we do it by conforming to God's precepts, which is God's word. That's right. Romans 12, 2 says, don't be conformed to the world, right. but be conformed, be transformed, transformed. Yeah. Yeah. by the renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. And that's through the word of God. So yeah. Jesus is, and I know that there, I know that I'm, it might sound like I'm comparing two different things, but this is what God brought to me. Mm -hmm. When President Trump was talking about the disinfected, and I'm reading about Jesus saying, clean the inside, mm -hmm. and then the outside will be clean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, amen. When your your insides are um, your spirit, yes. um, your heart, you know, speaking and declaring these things and, and focusing on Jesus to stay in perfect peace, um, your outside changes yes. as well. You know, but yes. if we don't do that and we just still keep feeding the negative, then, you know, you just kind of want to just shrivel up yes. and, and get away from all of this. And yes. fear is just such a big, yes. you know, thing. And friends, that... it's okay to ask for help. Oh, absolutely. I go to Fran. That's why, I, I mean, that's another reason I wanted her here tonight. This is one of the people I call first. We need other people. That's right. Absolutely. And We're not often when you be... feel the weakest, you mm -hmm. don't want to call somebody. And that's when you need somebody the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We all need to reach out yes. to one another, you know, um, and it, it just, we're meant to not be an island. We're meant yes. to be with each other. Yes. To and encourage. there's great power in the prayer yes. Amen. Amen. And when you find yourself in the negative, call somebody, you know, that helps get our thinking on the Shake right it. track. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, I think I shared last week, I can't remember, but there was a gal who comes to Living Grace mm -hmm. and she was working in the hospitals and she called me like on a Friday and she was full of fear because she was just seeing a lot of negative and hear a lot of negative. And so, you know, we talked, we mm -hmm. prayed and she, you know, she got her thinking mm -hmm. right back on track. Mm -hmm. um, and then she was the same one. Then a few days later, she started having the symptoms of COVID. Okay. And okay. so we... Uh, she called me and we immediately took authority over that and said, oh no, that's part of the curse and that's not allowed. And so we spoke and we declared and um, she sounded 
you know, kind of weak that night. But the next morning I called her and that's when she yeah. answered the phone. Hi, Fran. And she was like 80% better. But wow. what did we do? We, we connected with each other and we, you know, went to the word and we, you know, spoke truth, got our thinking, those yes. thoughts captive. Put the focus yeah. in, the, in the right place. Exactly. Because he's bigger and greater yes. and he's equipped us. Yes. We have that greater one yes. on the inside of us. So when we can't get there ourselves, don't, don't worry about calling somebody that says, right. Hey, I need, I right. need That's some help. The body of Christ. Yeah. Absolutely. In Absolutely. Action. Yeah. Awesome. And, um, yeah. Awesome. Let's talk about Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I want to share one more little testimony before we move on to the next, the next action, the last action we want to talk about. Our small group meets on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you last week, we, I, I'm in this awesome group of Kent and I are the grandma and grandpa in the, in the small group filled with young married couples with babes. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. But anyway, Ryan Peasley is our, our kind of our one that facilitates it. And our last Zoom meeting he asked us all to tell what the silver lining is that we are seeing right now in this season. Mm-hmm. It was so fun mm-hmm. to go around couple to couple and person to person mm-hmm. and talk about the blessings, mm-hmm. you know, the silver lining. We could probably all find a silver lining even right now, wherever you're at. There is no doubt in my mind that God is working and he is working greatly and mightily. We may not see everything just yet, but having that confidence in our father who loves us, who's provided for us, um, Jesus, everything that he has provided for us, I am expecting to hear even greater testimonies, you know, because he's working. He loves us. He's not going to forsake us. Wow. I just really feel the presence of the Lord here, but he loves us so much and he he's here for us and he never leaves us. And all he wants us to do is to call out to him. He's there. He's there all the time. He never leaves us, but we have to want to include him. Yes. you know, and he will help us. But I just, oh, I'm excited yes. to see and hear yes. even more. We're hearing some Amen. things. Yes, we are. Um, you know, just people helping people and just, you know, healing testimonies mm-hmm. and different things. But I'm expecting bigger things. Me too. Because we've got a bigger grab than too. all of this. That, Me you too. Know, so it's exciting. Me yeah, too. for sure. And that leads us right to number four. Yeah. Expectation. Amen. Expectation. Amen. So the fourth action that I want to talk about that we've seen take place in our country is where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. And that is the potential reopening mm-hmm. and the restoring of our nation and of our economy. So I want to go back once again to our president. And I just love to listen to him because he's, for me, he is encouraging. Mm-hmm. For me, he builds me up to expect an amazing mm-hmm. restoration mm-hmm. of our nation and our Amen. economy. Amen. And one of the things he does is he says, he says, you just wait. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing. Him, yeah. But he says, you just wait. It's going to be even better. Yeah. Our economy is going to even be even better than it was before. We did it once. We can do it again. Amen. And he's just full of um, great expectation for our nation, for our country. I mean, of course, his slogan was make America great again. And now it's keep America great again. Right, right. And he's seen it unfold in the years of his presidency. And he's fully expecting it to happen again. We have the same people. We have the same businesses. We have the same heart of America. It hasn't changed. 
No, and I've heard some people talk about recession and depression. I've taken authority over that. Good Whenever girl. we hear these negative things, this is what God's people do. If we're listening to these things, not to receive them that this is the way that it has to be, yes. but we have the greater one. Yes. We have authority in our yes. words. So when we hear these negative things, we can say, no, no, that's not what the word says. I have power over that in the name of Jesus. And I declare that there will be whatever it is. And like I said, I've been speaking against, I posted it on Facebook yes. on our page that there will not be any recession or depression yeah. and that, you know, we will start opening and people coming back to work yes. and that unemployment will be the lowest it ever Amen. speak those things. We can speak things yes. into existence yes. with our words. Yes. God, we are created in God's image yes. and he spoke things into yes. existence. So yes. we can do the same. So just because you hear something negative doesn't mean doesn't we have mean to receive it. You don't have to receive it. That's right. Exactly. Jesus has redeemed us from it. So Amen. we can take authority and speak. Amen. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about expectancy. Yeah. Hebrews 11 1 mm -hmm. says now, Amen. present tense, right now, now mm -hmm. faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith is the groundwork, the foundation for hope. Mm -hmm. The biblical definition of hope is confident and joyous expectation. Amen. But that expectation, that confident expectation, mm -hmm. that's what we're seeing in our president. Confident and joyous expectation can only come when you have the foundation of faith. That's right. Faith is loving and living the word of God. Mm -hmm. Relationship with God, mm -hmm. knowing the faithfulness of God, knowing the promises of God, remembering what he's already done for you, remembering what we've seen in the very recent past in the area of America and our economy. Faith is the foundation for that expectation. And faith is also the evidence or the title deed. I love the Amplified mm -hmm. calls it the title deed of things we haven't yet seen. That's right. So we haven't yet seen our, our, our um, economy come back to life. We haven't yet seen the jobs come back, you know, come back, but faith is believing it anyway. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what Fran was just declaring and speaking with passion and with power. Mm -hmm. So that's what our president's doing. Now, I don't know his faith in God. I know he's a believer, mm -hmm. but he is definitely speaking with great expectation. That much mm -hmm. is very clear. I have a scripture I want to share with you. This is Isaiah 40, verse 28 through 31. Listen to this. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not grow tired or become weary. Amen. This isn't too hard for him. He's not too tired mm -hmm. to wipe out the pandemic and fix the nation. That's right. And the whole world. Mm -hmm. There is no searching of his understanding. He has given strength to the weary and to those who have no might. He increases power. Amen. Even youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly. But those who wait for the Lord, those who expect, who look for, who hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power. Yes. That's what we're talking about right now. We're talking about a renewal. Mm -hmm. We're talking about an expectation. Yeah. Scripture says that when we expect, when we wait for, when we hope in the Lord, mm -hmm. 
Friend, that's what you're just declaring. Oh no, we're not accepting that. We're believing this. When we stand waiting on the promises, believing the promises, expecting right. those expecting promises, it. Yeah. then it says that we will gain strength and renew our power. Then it goes on, it says, we, I'm going to put we instead of they, we will lift up our wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising to the sun. We will run and not become weary. We will walk and not grow faint. Amen. I declare that America will thrive again Amen. quickly. Amen. I spoke that over my dad's lungs and it happened overnight. I speak it over America and our economy. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you were talking about faith, faith is trust. I trust God. I, I trust know him. that he does not lie. That has been such, you know, I mean, we can say that God doesn't lie, but like when you get a real revelation of that, you trust Amen. God when he says, yes. you know, or declares his promises in his yes. word or tells us that he has given us the power and authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. And we can speak things and see them come to pass that, but we have to expect it too. I trust you, Lord. I'm going to speak in agreement with you. And I trust that you're going to see to it that Amen. it's going to come to pass. Amen. Yeah. Expect it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And, it. and, and a, a joy does rise up it does yes. i've lived it mm -hmm. i've experienced it even in the midst of what seems impossible mm -hmm. i have walked in a joy that is literally supernatural mm -hmm. and a almost a giddy mm -hmm. joyous expectation mm -hmm. of what god's going to do and we have always seen the results when that has been built up and and like um almost a waterfall ready to erupt. Mm -hmm. And then we see the, the results. The results, yeah. yeah. Um, just being consistent and persistent, yes. but we know we're expecting yes. it to come to pass. Yes. Um, because he said so. Yes. Because he's given us the authority, yes. whatever, whatever it is that we're believing for. Um, but yeah, definitely awesome. trust him for awesome. sure. Awesome. So the last point that I want to make before we move into prayer, another thing that our president has done during the season of reopening Again, he gets a lot of um, flack for this, but he's constantly bragging, mm -hmm. isn't he? <laughs> yes. He's constantly remembering mm -hmm. all of the good things that he's already seen. That's right. He's remembering those three years of the building, 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 building of the economy until it was the best economy we've ever seen, the less unemployment we've ever had. He's constantly rehearsing that. Mm -hmm. He's constantly bragging or rehearsing the, the successes that he has seen during his presidency. He's remembering. Yeah. God tells us to do that. That's right. He tells us to keep our eyes, to remember all of the good things that we've seen, to acknowledge him, That's right. to thank him for it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read one more scripture about remembering. This is Psalm 105, verses 1 through 5. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Sing to him. Yes, sing his praises. Tell everyone about his wonderful deeds. Exalt in his holy name. Rejoice, you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord and for his strength. Continually seek him. Remember the wonders he has performed, his miracles, and the rulings he has given. Amen. The promises he has given, the word he has given acknowledge them. Yeah. So share your testimonies. Mm -hmm. Look back, write them down. 
write down what you have seen God do. I've got a journal. Let me tell you what I was journaling this morning. The whole weekend with my dad, with my yeah, mom. Yeah. I was journaling the amazing things that I saw come to pass. I haven't told you all the amazing things about my mom. But it's in my heart. And, and I want to thank, I've been thanking God like crazy, but I want to journal. I want to write it down. I want to remember it. Amen. Amen. It's really important to remember because if he was faithful then, yes. whatever we're facing today or whatever part in the future, if he was faithful then, I remember he was faithful yes. here. He's going to be faithful Amen. here. And that the testimony that I have here, I'm going to have a testimony Amen. for this in Jesus' name. Amen. So it's just, again, having confidence and trust in our Father. Amen. You know, and what he has promised. Yes. So let me just go back over those four points again, and then we're going to have communion. We're going to remember Jesus with communion. Amen. The first one was the quarantine, to be set apart, to be separated from the world, to be set apart and sanctified with the word. Love the word. Let the word come in your heart. Yeah. Live the word. Chew on it. Savor it. Let the word feed you. So that was the first one. The second one was to, um, it wasn't to speak, I'm sorry, I got to just look back really quick. <laughs> oh, was the body of Christ coming together and working together? And uh, we're going to pray over all of this stuff in just a minute, but let God lead you in what you can do. Yeah. The third point that we made tonight was the power of our words and the importance of speaking words of life. And not only speaking words of life, but meditating on words of life and refusing to meditate on fear, on words of death, on bad situations. Don't put your heart or your mind there. Put your words, your mind, your heart, and your words on life. Amen. And then the fourth one was remembering, expecting and remembering what God has already done. So what we're going to do now is we're going to move into communion because this is the best way to remember. Amen. And God said, do this in remembrance of me. That's right. That's right. When Jesus initiated the ordinance of communion, he did it for the purposes of, of us remembering. So we're going to take communion right now. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. So if you have your elements for communion, let's take time right now to remember what Jesus did. Because everything that we're talking about, all of the promises that we're referring to were fulfilled mm -hmm. through Jesus's death, That's right. his burial, his resurrection. And so we're gonna remember what he did and put our hearts, our focus on Jesus. Mm -hmm. So the night before he died, he was in the upper room with his apostles, with his closest followers, with his disciples. And they were sharing the Passover supper. He was going to be sacrificed the next day as the lamb, the sacrificial lamb. And that night, he knew what was going to happen. He took the bread that they were sharing, and he broke that bread. And as he passed it around to his disciples, he said, this is my body. He said, my body is going to be given up for you and for all men. He gave us this bread to remember that he, his body would be broken. His body would be crushed. His body would be completely broken down, beaten, so that ours could be whole. 
I had a woman this morning that I prayed with on the phone. She just got a good report. She was diagnosed with cancer and she got a good report that everything is being reversed. And this is how she told me she prayed. She said, Cindy, I envisioned Jesus with the tumor that's in me on him. And I just envisioned it. I saw Jesus with this tumor in his abdomen and knowing that he took it for me. Isaiah 53 says, surely he has borne our disease and carried our pain. The chastisement for our peace, for our wholeness was upon Jesus. And by his stripes, we are healed. So Jesus, as we take this bread, we remember that you paid the price for our healing with your broken body, with the stripes on your holy back. Thank you, Jesus, that every disease, every pain, every mental anguish, every mental, emotional, and physical harm or disease, everything is been paid for, has been paid for by you. Thank you, you, Jesus. We remember as we take this bread right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just declare right now that the coronavirus, Jesus carried it. Amen. Jesus carried COVID-19 in his body on the cross. Amen. So that we could be free from COVID-19. Yes. By his stripes, you were healed. Amen. Amen. Fran, would you pray over the cup? Yes. Father, we lift this cup in remembrance of the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. We thank you because of that precious blood that was shed, that we are forgiven. And because we are forgiven, we have been made righteous and that we have been made holy. We thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for um, just forgiveness today. We thank you that we have been separated and that we have been made righteous before you. We are in right standing with you because of what the Father has, uh, what Jesus has done for us. So Lord, we look at this blood and we say, thank Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done and we receive it. And we just give you praise for it. And yeah. we remember and just give you glory for yes. it. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's the best that we can remember yes. is what Jesus yes. did for us. Yes. So we are going to pray now. We're going to move into our time of prayer. And um, Fran, would you pray for our president and the leadership. In fact, read the scripture if, if you're sure, able. Sure, sure. This is First yeah. uh, Timothy 2, 1 through 4, and it's the Passion Translation. Yes. It says, most of all, I'm writing to encourage you to pray with gratitude to God. Pray for all men with all forms of prayers and requests as you intercede with intense passion. And pray for every political leader and representative so that we would be able to live tranquil, undisturbed lives as we worship the awe-inspiring God with pure hearts. It is pleasing to our Savior God to pray for them. He longs for everyone to embrace his life and return to the full knowledge of the truth. Amen. 
So Father, I thank you for our president. Lord, we just lift him up to you today. Father, the vice president, and Lord, we just, all the different uh, people in our, in our uh, government, the, the, the um, just everybody, Father, just from, yes. from the federal level all the way down to yes, the Lord. state level. Yes, Father, Lord. we are thankful for these people. Father, we speak life into them. Father, we pray protection over yes, them. Lord. Father, I thank you that um, hearts um, are coming to see your greatness. Lord, I thank you that our president is protected. Father, no harm will come Amen. to him in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you are giving him wisdom in leading this country. Father, I come against any uh, deceptive lies or people speaking anti-Christ things to him. Lord, we take authority over yes. that. Yes. Father, we yes. thankful yes. that you are surrounding him with people who uh, know you, Father, godly yes, people, Lord. godly thank counsel, you. Father, and that he will listen and heed and that, Father, that he will allow you to lead him to lead this country. And, Lord, we just pray that over um, everybody in the government. Our governor, Father, we speak over her. Father, I thank you that um, you love her. You sent Jesus for her. Father, I thank you that you are working in her heart. I thank you, Father, that you have a plan and a purpose for her. And I thank you, Father, that she will come into that understanding. And Father, that as she leads Michigan, Father, that, that she will, um, again, hear you and be led by you, Father, and that her heart softens to godly things and godly ways. And so, Father, I just thank you that your hand is on our government. And we just thank you that we can pray for these precious people and that, Father, that we will live tranquil lives, Father, that according to your word, undisturbed lives. And we stand in awe of you and your greatness yes, and how Lord. you are working through them yes, and Lord. working through this United States, this great land. Yes, and we just praise you for hallelujah, that. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, I pray for unity yes, in our Lord. country. I pray for unity, that there is no division between Republican yes, and Democrat and left yes. and right. Father, I pray for a coming together I declare what our Pledge of Allegiance says, mm -hmm. that we are truly one nation yes. under one God. Yes. We are indivisible. Amen. And we stand in a position of liberty, liberty, freedom, yes. and justice. Amen. And we thank you for it, Father God. Father, I pray right now for any lying words that are being spoken, yes. any um, uh, corruption, any evil. And Father, I pray, according to your word, that evil is overcome by Amen. good. Amen. That bitter is not seen as sweet. That, that dark is not seen as light. Yes. That evil is not seen as good. But that truth reigns. Yes. And that we come to know your truth, God. And that truth is what sets us free in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name. We're going to pray for healing now. This is a, I'm, I'm a minister of healing. It's my heart. I have a passion for seeing the word, the truth of the word of God in regards to healing and praying with absolute faith. So Fran and I, we have that in common. She mm -hmm. is a powerhouse woman of faith in the area of healing. You know, sometimes we have... And I don't want to, I, we all have faith. That's we right. all have the measure That's of faith. Right. But sometimes part of our faith seems to, the muscle seems to be a little stronger. Mm -hmm. And 
both Fran and I had a very strong faith to pray for healing mm -hmm. and to see powerful results. Mm -hmm. I want to pray right now the way I prayed for my dad. I want to pray for those that are listening that either are diagnosed with the COVID virus or have symptoms that are causing fear or they have a loved one or they're praying for somebody. We're probably all praying for somebody. So I want to pray right now for lungs. I speak the ultraviolet light ray of Jesus. I pray the son of righteousness with healing in his wings just saturates lungs. I pray that lungs are just completely overtaken with the light of healing, with the healing light of the grace of Jesus. Amen. And that all pneumonia, mm -hmm. all viral pneumonia is completely displaced with the light, with the healing light. Amen. It is healed and it is just completely Jesus. perfected yes. in Jesus' name. Yes. I pray, Father God, for the treatment plan, yes. whether it is an antibiotic IV like my dad had, or whether it is another treatment plan, it doesn't matter. God, I pray that it is blessed by you. I pray that there is a supernatural blessing upon the medicine, the treatment plan yes. that is going into the people's bodies. And I pray that it is supernaturally working better than the doctors could begin to ask, dream, or desire Amen. in Jesus' name. Thank you, and I pray right now over the air that you're breathing, the oxygen that you're breathing, the, if, you're, if you're on ventilators, the air that's going into your lungs. I speak over the air that you breathe, and I declare right now that Jesus is the air that you breathe, Amen. that when you breathe in the breath of life, that you are breathing in Jesus. Yes. I pray, God, that there is just a knowing that there is a healing, healing breath going in the lungs of the people. You are the air that we breathe, God. Yes. You are the bread of life. You are the living water. May we just breathe you in and receive healing and receive life. Right now, I speak directly to the mountain of the virus. Yes. I speak to coronavirus. And I declare, according to the authority and power that I have as a Christian woman, as a, a daughter of the living God, commissioned to advance the kingdom. I speak to you, coronavirus, and I command you to cease and desist. Amen. I command you to wither and die. Amen. I command you to give up because yes. my Jesus already won the war. That's right. It's a done Amen. deal. Thank so coronavirus, Jesus. get out and Amen. get out now Amen. in Jesus' Amen. name. I pray for supernatural healings, yes. Yes. magnificent, complete healings with no residual effects yes. in Jesus' name. In fact, I speak over my own dad because he went home from the hospital with an oxygen tank and an oxygen. I declare my dad will not need Amen. oxygen support, Amen. that he will be able to breathe the air in our atmosphere and it will sufficiently give him oxygen in his body in Jesus' name. And I pray that for all of you yes. in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name. Praise Would your you name. continue to pray for... Um, uh, let's pray for the high-risk people. Yes. Father, I just thank yes. you and I praise you that your hand is reached out, Father, and that we just pray over the elderly. We pray over yes. people with compromised immune systems. Father, we pray for those that seem that they might be susceptible to this attack of COVID-19. Father, we just pray a supernatural protection over them. I thank you that you have isolated them. And then, Father, yeah. as they 
um, just choose to reach out to you, Father, not out of fear, but just confident expectation that your hand is upon them, Father, that they are protected um, according to Psalm 91, Father, that no evil will befall them. Father, I just thank you, Father, that um, healing is manifesting in their bodies, but they are protected from um, this virus because we declare the virus is dead yes. now in, in Jesus' name. name. Amen. Amen. I speak right now over the spirit of fear yes. and the spirit of self-control. Yes. I feel like we have gotten into a place right now in our country where we feel like we have to have minute control over everything, our lives, our, our shopping, our going outdoors. I mean, everything's being controlled. And we feel like we have to do that in order to be safe. I pray right now that the spirit of being in control is broken off yes. and that we allow ourselves to be humbled under the mighty hand of God. Amen. That instead of being independent, we rely on God and we come with childlike faith and dependence upon him and we trust him. Fran, I love what you just prayed that said, when you said that God has isolated us. Mm -hmm. Think about that being isolated, being protected in a place, you and God, wherever you're at, whether you're in the store, mm -hmm. whether you're outside, whether you're in your house, it's you and God. That's right. That's and right. I speak right now that all fear and all self-control is washed off like you're taking a shower. Amen. Amen. And you have this supernatural peace knowing it's you and God mm -hmm. and you're being protected. Amen. Your love, and you have that supernatural peace that passes all understanding. Yes. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pray for our, our yes. frontline workers. Yes. Father, we are thankful for the medical realm. We are thankful for the nurses and the doctors and um, all those, Father, that are in the hospital. Lord, we just pray over them right now. We pray protection over them. Again, we just declare that they walk in divine health. Father, as they are reaching and helping others, Lord, that, that are being affected by this um, virus. Lord, I just thank you that your hand is upon them. I thank you that you are leading them, that there is wisdom uh, for them and how to treat um, each individual patient and their cases. I thank you, Father, that they are protected and, Father, that they um, actually are just being led by you, yes, whether they Lord. know it or not. Wisdom. Wisdom guidance. for them. Um, Father, that uh, that they are refreshed as well, Father, yes, um, and we just thank you that there is quick recovery for these patients, and that they are off respirators, and that they are off all of these things, yes, Father, Lord. and that they are home in Jesus' name, in Jesus but Lord, we just thank you for our first responders and our medical yeah. uh, people. We just pray a blessing yes, over Lord. them, protection over them, and yes, a refreshing in Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. And I pray right now for healing in every other area. Yes. Healing in finances. Yes. Healing in homes. Yes. Healing in relationships. Healing between parents and children mm -hmm. and, and teenagers and parents, siblings. Healing in on the economy. I pray, God, you are a God of healing and restoration. Yes, amen. And I pray that we see radical restoration of Hallelujah. families. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. 
Thank yes, you, Jesus. Lord. We just speak peace right now over homes. Father, yes. I, I know financial issues can be very stress, a stressful time in marriages and in families. Father, we just speak peace. We thank yes. you, Father, for provision. Your word says that you supply all of our needs. Lord, we look to you, not, I mean, our government or any anybody else, but we look to you and we trust you with with our finances, Father, and with our needs, Lord, because you have supplied it all. And Lord, you are great. And Lord, you never run out. So Father, I just pray for those people right now. I pray healing to their finances, protection, Father, um, over their homes and everything in it, Father. And we just know that you love them. And Father, that they feel your love and that they are comforted by your word and comforted because they know that you are real and that you are there for them. Lord. Father, I pray right now for um, all of us as we are the church. Yes. I pray, Father, that you uh, enlighten us as to how we can reach out, how we can love like you, how we can yes. minister your word, your love, your life, and serve to advance your kingdom yes. in this world that we're living in. Thank you, Father, for just giving us witty ideas and showing yes, us that the Lord. smallest action can mean so much. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name. Fran, would you close out with the prayer of um, turning our hearts to the Lord? Yeah. In a fresh way. Yeah, in a fresh way. Yeah. Father, I just thank you and I praise you that uh, you're amongst us. You never leave us. And I just... Thank you, Father. As we choose to seek you, you said you're there and that you will that we will find you. And Father, that revival is needed in this land, but it is it starts with us individually. Father, as we allow you to ignite that fire and that passion, that first love that we have had for you, that we don't uh, grow complacent, Father, that we don't um, think your ways are common. Father, that we get excited again yes, about who you are and what Jesus has done for yes. us. Lord, that's why we receive communion. So we do remember so that it keeps us with excitement and joy, realizing truly what Jesus has done for us. Father, and that this starts within us and that Father, that, that as we get revelation of this and this excitement, through this time, Father, that the enemy is meant for evil things. Father, that we're going to be so full of you yes, that as yes, we continue Lord. to open up, Father, that we are just able to just let it ooze out yeah. to those, Father, that are around us, our neighbors, our community, our um, wherever it is, so that people can catch that excitement that they can see the joy of the Lord, that they could desire what they see in us and that they want it to. Yes, so Father, that's how revival, that's how things start, Father, is it starts within us. So I yes. thank you that as we allow you to do this in us, Father, that you will use it, Lord, as we just continue to open up. And I'm excited. Yes, we have again, great expectation, Lord. Yes, yes. Great excitement, great passion, great expectation. Yes, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. You, Lord. Praise your name. I'd like to close out with praying Psalm 91 with Fran. Yeah. Yeah. So Amen. this is a Sid Roth's version of a personalized version of Psalm 91. So I'll go ahead and start. Okay. And we'll take turns. Okay. I live in the shelter of the Most High 
and I rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about you, Lord. You alone are my refuge, my place of safety. You are my God and in whom I trust. For you will rescue me from every trap and protect me from deadly disease. Amen. Like a mother hen, you will cover me with your feathers. You will shelter me with your wings. Your faithful promises are my armor yes. and my protection. Yes. I am not afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrows that fly by day. I do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, amen, nor the disaster that strikes in midday. Though a thousand fall at my side, though 10,000 are dying around me, these evils will not touch me. If I make the Lord my refuge, if I make the Most High my shelter, no evil will conquer me. Yes. No plague will come near my home. Your, you order your angels to protect me wherever I go. They will hold me up with their hands so I won't even hurt my foot on a stone. I will trample yes. upon the lions and the yes. cobras. I will yes. crush fierce lions and serpents under my feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. Oh, I will protect those who trust in my name. When I call on God, he will answer. He will be with me in trouble. He will rescue me and honor me. I will be satisfied with a full life and with all that God does for me, for I will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Amen. 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 That's awesome. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm uplifted. Yes, me too. Yes. Yeah, this is awesome. Yes. So we pray you awesome. are as well. Amen. Remember, you can call us. Most yes. of you have my number. A lot of you have Fran's number. Call the church. We're there to pray with you. We're Amen. there to stand in agreement with you. We love you all. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night for Pastor Richard's um, live stream is going to be good. Yeah. And we will see you next week. God, God bless, bless you. you. Bye.